Blog Talk Radio. And everybody from the Gullah Geechee Nation, we're glad they're honored to tune in one more again to We Station. This show, the We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This show, the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so glad it's the day one more time from We Station. We're going to give upliftment to the living legacy and to pay ancestral homage. So this year evening, we want to take just a little bit of time, y'all, for do what we always do. And that's to dedicate this year show to the ancestors too. So with all them with our crossover in this year pandemic and thing like that, let we take a moment of silence for them. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Well, we're so glad that hundred children are tuning in and thing like that. This just show ain't going to be long, tall, tall. But I had to just crack my teeth for all of y'all. Because this year time, plenty of people, and thank God, head down and thing like that. Some people struck out and thing like that. And some of the people in the study, but all of this year, what are going on. So I won't crack my teeth so the other rest of people all around the world get at me for true and overstand why the same. So definitely my prayers are with people from around the world right now. As we tune in from the Gullah Geechee Nation, this is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation, and we have been praying for everyone every day. If you follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook or Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, or follow our blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com and at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, that's G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E, Hunter Gwai know what we to do, and Hunter yet more for who we be. And so in the midst of this COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, I started to pan what the cultural impacts are and what the cultural cost is came to mind because this is also Financial Literacy Month. And so I normally do a broadcast or a show about finances, and I'll be doing that on Gullah Geechee TV on YouTube coming up. Over the course of this week and next week, we'll be doing some broadcasts related to that, as well as other broadcasts related to Gullah Geechee culture. In the midst of all of this, if you are following us on social media, you'll notice some of the latest postings about farms and how the food is rotting in the fields in Florida, how Georgia is saying how they have a lot of food that's going to be just food waste. 
Here in South Carolina, I've seen more native Gullah Geechee's returning to farming, actually, agriculturally trying to keep their family land sustained and keep their literal bodies sustained. And so people are also able to find a spiritual connection and mental stability going out into the field or even planting seeds in pots. And now we're finding that there are states and other locations that are stopping people from selling seeds and considering those to be non-essential items. Well, it's essential to Gullah Geechee to be able to harvest, <clears throat> to be able to harvest from fields, to be able to harvest from creeks. And this cultural course to us is major when we start having people in a panic thinking about shutting down what is literally essential to life, food sources, food security. So these are things that I'm still encouraging people here in the Gullah Geechee Nation to continue to do, to be able to harvest from the waterways, in spite of the fact that here we've dealt with governors who have both told people to stay home but then told them the state parks were open where the beaches were or allowed people to still rent to tourists coming into beachfront homes and properties to still just make money in the midst of this with no concern for the fact that this could come into a cultural community that had not been infected in this way. Now, of course, because tourism is the major industry here, one of the top three industries, tourism, agriculture, and sea work, these are our top three industries. So when we start talking about banning people from the water, people who hadn't maybe gotten seeds already having some difficulty maybe getting some, and then having people actually come in to do tourism with people who are not in Gullah Geechee because all the places the Gullah Geechees would have worked, those are shut down. People are laid off. People are at home with their children, God willing, educating them. And I pray that they would educate them on the traditions. This is where we can add to our cultural continuation is by having multiple generations at home together right now and passing down skill sets that our elders and our ancestors passed down to us if we know how to build boats, if we know how to sow cast nets, if we know how to go out in the field and farm our food, if we know how to go to the creek and catch your food. These are things that we can be passing down to the children right now. But when we come out of this on the other end of it, if you have done these things for any commercial venture, even if it was for in preparation of making crafts and goods to sell for the tourist season, that season now may not be one of any income. They are already saying how Charleston itself, two-thirds of the tourism industry shut down, the restaurants and the bars and the places that tourists were coming to hang out in and recreate. These are places where many of our people worked. And so now what will they do? How many of these places will reopen? Well, Gullah Geechis have always done things in open-air markets, at our festivals, at our farmer's markets, and even now the farmer's markets are taxed. They are starting to open later this year because they're praying that the lockdowns would be over, that the virus would be under control. But now we have to count the cost of this to our culture, and there are pluses and there are minuses. If we look at the environment, we have a lot of pluses because the fishes are spawning. They are birthing more new fish. 
There are species that hadn't been in the waterways that we're understanding people are seeing them again in this area and throughout the region. I can't wait for us to really be able to survey this with some of our partners when the lockdowns and the shutdowns are over as an environmental activist or actor, they like to call us, but I prefer the term activist. This has made our job that much more clearer for people to see what we were fighting for because the ozone layer is saying to be healing. Waters that were murky and muddy and dark with pollution are being cleansed now because people are not out there picking all the oysters out of the water. People are not out just in boats and running up and down, and people are not building at the rate that they were and then allowing debris and other things to fall into the water. But, oh, let's think about that. This morning we had storms come through. We had storms come over from the Gulf area where we're very concerned because we know of people who have family members that are now deceased because tornadoes actually struck in Mississippi. And now as the storms came this way and they made their way out into the ocean, we even saw some of the reports where they were concerned because the way it looked to the meteorologist was like a hurricane in the water. And that's the season we're approaching. We are approaching that season. So right now is the time for us to literally batten down all the hatches. Right now is the time for us to plant the seeds of that which we want to grow after this is over. And I pray that that will be a seed of cultural continuation throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, that we will return to old landmark, that we will continue to not just stop farming our food or stop going in the creeks, but to take a liking to it such that we will continue it on well beyond anybody locking us off from the rest of the world, causing us to do it. But I must say the parallels are astounding because the claim is, Gullah Geechee people are whole punny coat and things like that. They ain't got more Africanism than our rest of chilling with D in North America or the D from Al Kabula or anything like that. Because they've been isolated. So they claim that we retained the majority of our Africanism in the Gullah Geechee Nation because we were isolated. Well, let's prove that right. Let's see how much more of that we have retained and how much we can regain because we have these opportunities now to use social media to put out videos and things to educate one another, to uplift one another, but to also enlighten one another. So let's do that. Let's count up what it would cost if we lost an entire culture because people can't pay their land taxes coming up because they weren't able to sell things to tourists or they weren't able to work. Let's think about that and let's hold on to what we have. Let's use it wisely, and let's work together till us. Don't you get weary. Great Camp me, and it's your Gullah Geechee Promised Land. So when I pan across this pandemic, I see those things that be not as though they were, and I can see them coming to be. And I pray that you will be standing here on the shore along with me, and that in the end, we will live, we will stand, because we be Gullah Geechee anointed people, and we will be right here upon these islands in the sea. Thank God, we be Gullah Geechee. And so 
I'm praying for each and every person out there listening, each and every family around the world. And I pray they and stay healthy. But in the midst of all that we're calculating in terms of numbers that are out here, let's calculate the cost of keeping the culture alive as this pandemic pans its way on out and leaves us be. Trouble don't last always. So the storms come, but they have to go away at some point. And God willing, that'll be so. I bless y'all. Take care. Peace and love, everybody. Thank you, thank you for tuning in. This year, the Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio are truly in time for we to go. Peace and blessings.